It's got to be natural. <laughs> it's got to feel. It's got to feel natural. All natural. Mm-hmm. All natural. Yikes! Not, not do that. Oh my Why God. not? That's, gonna that's gonna be the. Dang it. That's gonna be the the cold opener. That's gonna be the cold opener. And this is the hot opener for episode 44. Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Thank you very much for joining us today. Whenever you're watching this, I am B Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. Nice to see you. It's great to see you, sir. Hope you're doing well. Fuck, I just saw you. Uh, you did. Okay. Literally just a day or two, <laughs> two days ago. Uh, we are coming to you live, not from the TH Boxing Facility, though that's like over there, a little bit over there. We're coming from the residence. The residence of this man. The residence. As you could tell, because I don't know how many people have one of these hanging in their houses. There's only one made. There's only one made. Um, so we are here. Uh, thanks for joining us. Our media partners, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, IF Enterprises. Thank you, as always, for your media support. Media partners. Um, we can travel. One thing I always forget to do on these things when we open up. If you have not yet subscribed to our content, please follow us. Hit the Thumb up, not the thumb down. Agreed. Hit the bell icon. Smash, you know, subscribe with whatever you got. We would appreciate it. Please. Pretty we're, please. we're approaching 100. Wow. Wow. Milestone. That's big time. Milestone. We that can, is a, it's a small milestone. Yeah. It matters. It does matter. I, I think we should probably do Listen, something special, right? The small things matter. That's what I heard. That's what she said. That might not. No, no. Ask my wife. I hope not. Um, <laughs> Anyways, you so listen, we, you listening, Amber? No, she's not. She doesn't listen. This is true, but you should. Hope and if she, it's a win-win by me saying that because if she does, she's going to call me out for that, and I'll know she listens. But if she doesn't, you know she didn't listen. And then I feel um, I don't know. I don't. I still feel poor. <laughs> so we, we are off course here. Weekend travel. We're going to talk about this first because we tend to sometimes drink a little too heavily and we forget to talk about the bourbon or whiskey of choice that we have. So before we get to the boxing stuff, we're going to talk about yes, sir. The seventeen ninety two single barrel select from Hagen O'Reilly's collection out there in Winter Garden, Florida. Our good friends out there. If you haven't visited Hagen O'Reilly's, uh, please do for all your uh, Irish type food and alcohol needs and entertainment it's a great experience a great time what they they say they got the number one uh customer service what was it they got they just got voted like twice because we were up there it wasn't just number bar. one wings think, and number one like I, I think just bar or whatever maybe location number one out there. Bar, yeah. you know it's one number one to us so yeah they're number one the number they're one number bar one. in the vicinity out there in winter garden florida so, so it only makes sense that we filmed our podcast out there because we are the number one boxing beard and bourbon yeah. even though the beard's not there number one podcast filmed in a boxing gym in Loria park inside orlando florida in a boxing gym in the world shot on sundays and sometimes mondays like we're doing today it's a monday so we are drinking the single barrel select 1792 from hagen o'reilly's it's their pick here and we can travel this is 125 proof this is not for the taste f- faint at heart no. um but it's not bad though. It is very good. It's just very strong. I I'm a, I'm a I'm a big I actually call, so, call it, there's some heat on it. There is. So I had the 
original 1792 off the shelf mm -hmm. at ABC. So about eight months ago, probably I had it. And I remember really enjoying it. I drank like almost a whole bottle with one of the friends that brought it over. And I wanted to try it again. This single barrel select stuff is a lot more heat than the normal yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like this is a special batch. And I'm like, I'm so glad those guys got it for us because this stuff is very, it's very hot. 125 proof. Like it's hot. 62.5% alcohol content. Like it's, but I like it though. I mean, I, I personally, I like it. I think it's, it's, it's got a good spiciness. It's yep. got a good, strong, like bold taste to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but not too much for me, at least. I, I I enjoy it. So give me the rating out of 10 boxing gloves. Where are we going with this? I'm going pretty high with this one. Um, I haven't done... I don't think I've done any 8s, so I'm going to get a 7.9. Mm -hmm. I like this stuff because the price point was pretty solid, too. Obviously, this one was for free because Louis <laughs> Salazar, thank you, brother. Hagen O'Reilly's, thank you, guys. Um, they definitely gifted this to Wang and with Travis Hartman podcasters. Be money. Appreciate you. Weekend Trav. We appreciate them. Um, so yeah, I rate this one pretty high. Uh, 7.9. I don't I don't think I've done an 8. And that's why I think this is pretty high as a 7.9. Because this is a... Just like the whole bottle too, to me. Mm -hmm. It's just like a classy like look. And that's kind of why I like to drink the bourbon. I want to feel classy. Well, if there's one thing that screams classy, it's us drinking bourbon... With beards, though you don't have one right now, talking about boxing in Orlando, Florida, Laureate Park on a Sunday or Monday. Usually in a boxing gym. Usually in a boxing gym. Um, so <laughs> 7.9, when you gave your rating, that was actually the number in my mind, too. Yeah. Uh, however, I'm I, not gonna do it. I don't want to rest only on 7.9 because I feel like we've given that out before. I don't know with okay. what. Okay. You all have to take a look at any of our prior episodes on YouTube in the, in the uh, section that has a description. We put that in there. I really want this to be a little higher, a little edge it a little higher. Get it. So I'm going to give it the 8.1 to give us to 8.0. Solid 8. This might be one of our highest ones rated. And I really like it. Now, we're not going to be chugging this whole bottle. I can tell you that. Well, you say, yeah, we'll that, you say that now. We'll see where the conversation goes. Uh, we haven't even talked boxing yet. So Weekend Trav, episode 44, we have a handful of things to talk about. Oh, my gosh, um, a lot. Last week we talked a bit about Canelo and going with uh, Billy uh, uh, Billy, Billy Joe, Joe Saunders. Saunders. There yep. we go. This coming weekend, maybe we'll chat about that towards the end. But there was a lot of stuff that happened over the weekend oh my gosh, through today. Boxing's on fire, man. Always on fire, just like uh, the fire in our hearts for you, the watcher and listener. Uh, so if we you're love you. if you're catching us on YouTube, thank you. If you're not, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, everywhere you find your audio podcasts, please subscribe to us there, connect to us, and forward it on to all your friends. Or if you hate people and you hate us, send it to the people you hate. Yeah, torture them. We don't Torture care. them with our voices. So the views. Weekend Trav, out of the, all the headlines, I'm going to let you start with the first one. Oh, I forgot. We th This is, this is going to be natural because I forgot to talk about this pre-production, but... Floyd Mayweather mm. is fighting Logan Paul Aye. June 5th or 6th, I believe. And it's in Miami at the Hard Rock uh, where the Miami Dolphins play football. So I forgot to mention that. But Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather on a pay-per-view. I think Showtime is doing a pay-per-view. So we forgot to bring that up. But this is what I want to say. Is this like a shenanigan and a money grab? For sure. But I think... More importantly, people need to look at and see how popular boxing is right now because everybody is trying to jump in the mix. Yeah. UFC guys, uh, YouTubers, 
everybody is trying to get a piece of that pie because it's literally it's on fire right now and that's it's good and bad for boxing um it's bad for the old traditional boxing fans who just want to see boxing but here's the thing with everything in life things grow things evolve and at the end of the day if all of these shenanigans means that some of my compadres professional boxers can make a little bit more money i'm all for it man sure and I, I don't listen i don't think it's taking the purity away from the sport because anybody that's going to watch floyd mayweather and logan paul is probably not a traditional fan they're not really going to equate that to what real professional boxing is well even with those two they're they're not even close to the same weight. No, right? and it's it's not even a real fight. So That's what they're be not an advertising. It's yeah, yeah they're not, they're even not even advertising about that. that. Stuff. They don't say that, but it is. There's no way in any commission in the world that they would. For one, Logan Paul is zero and one as a professional boxer. He actually right. is a pro boxer. He's zero right. and one. He's fighting a guy who is fifty and zero, yeah. and arguably the greatest of his era. So, and Floyd Weather's gone on record saying, "If you're going to pay me a hundred million dollars to fight a YouTuber or a boxer, it don't matter." I'm gonna I'm gonna get paid. I'm I'll, gonna show up. I'll be so old that I have to wheel myself in a wheelchair to the ring if you're gonna pay me a hundred million dollars. Anyone out there that doesn't like this fight, that doesn't like these kind of matches, are you telling me in given your circumstance, you would not fight somebody and make exactly. a hundred cold hundred million? Exactly. Get it get it now before you get taxed next year. It's gonna it's get taxed this year first. Financial advisor coming in handy oh boy. right now. Um so do we wanna give this much much talk? No, yet? I think that's enough. That's that, I think it deserved an announcement, at least that it was happening, because I did forget to say that. I didn't forget. It was probably buried really deep, deep down inside and eventually has to come up and it came up. So now it's over. It's happening. Uh, that's it. It's happening. It's that's, happening. That's pretty much it. Well, There's other sad news too in the boxing world. Okay that just was released that um very prominent and very very good boxer felix verdejo i believe he's 27 years old he was just arrested for kidnapping and allegedly murdering his um girlfriend on the side i guess because he's got a wife and a kid and it's somebody else that he had relations with so that's sad news. that's sad it's going on in puerto rico and it's a small island and the girl was saying the girl was pregnant so yep. you got infantile uh, murder, or murder or homicide. Double homicide, I guess. Double be, homicide yeah. right now, but a lot of speculation tied to that too. Yep. It'll be interesting as the details come out. FBI is all over it right now. Verdejo also gave himself up. He didn't have to be arrested. He gave himself up. They um, denied his bail. I believe he's in prison now. For no. So not in prison. He's in jail waiting the trial. So no speculation. We don't know anything. I do have a couple clients that are Puerto Ricans, and they said the island is shook right now because they said that Felix Verdejo is probably one of the most humble, nice guys they've ever met. And he's like, I can't really see him ever yeah. doing this, Travis. But again, all I'm saying is speculation. This is what I heard just like probably a couple hours ago. I had a Puerto Rican friend that has family, has business over yep. there, and he said the whole island is just shook because this guy, they just couldn't ever see doing that. So I want to call us necessarily full-on boxing insiders or even sports insiders we have our finger to the pulse of some things we know some people we do we're not as good as the uh the the nfl espn insiders that make up stories well there's always going to be some truth <laughs> in the middle or close to it but let's yep. get back to uh, felix uh, verdejo I, I, there's probably just going to be more stuff that comes out oh, to this because sure. this happened like this and like yesterday early. so you're getting some pretty hot news right now guys this literally just happened like yesterday yeah so um, he turned himself in we're looking at uh, double homicide 
Um, but we'll see as the FBI starts to really investigate what happened. You know, I'm going to go on our first tangent real fast. Okay, good. With my um, conservative Republican values. Oh, boy. Because you made a good point. Oh, boy. And it's true. So the lady was pregnant. Yep. And they're ruling it a double homicide. Oh, boy. Okay. I see where we're going. So, and you talk to a liberal about this, and they'll tell you the same thing, that the law doesn't make sense when it comes to abortion because abortion is murder. If it's not, then why does the law say that? Hmm. Because if a, if a woman is in a car, she gets hit by a drunk driver and dies, and the baby dies as well, it's considered a double homicide. Yep. However, in some states, if the woman says, hey, no, I want to abort my baby, and I'm sorry, it's very disgusting, but I want to kill my baby because that's what you're doing, how is that not murder? Because according to the law and the legal system, it is considered murder. But if you choose it, it's not. In some mm. states, so I just I just think that people should think about that right there, how the law is set up, and it will be ruled a double homicide because she was pregnant and she was killed. So legally, the way the law is set up, the way it's all structured, it's a murder and it's a baby. So, so depending on your feeling about that, folks listening or watching, go ahead and uh, comment below and uh, give us your feedback on that hot topic. I mean, we're talking about uh, double homicide, but we already talked about uh, watching Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. That would be a double homicide here. I think we would both murder each other. I'm going to go ahead and say that I find that highly unlikely that I'll pay for that. that Yeah, it's it's just not as much of a... Logan's not as much of a showman as his brother nowadays. Yeah, and you know, and to be fair too, Jake Paul, which is... People get these guys mixed up, but Jake Paul, which is Logan's younger brother, mm-hmm. Jake Paul actually is taking boxing serious, has a trainer, trains his butt off. Not saying Logan's not training his butt off, because no. he is now, Sure, but anybody that is on the inside and knows those guys will tell you which brother takes it serious, yeah. and it's Jake. It's Jake, but Logan, Logan loves the, the better, limelight. And, but he has the better physique. He does. He, he looks like a bodybuilder. Okay. Why are we talking about this? Can fun. we talk about roleboxing stuff? But Not yeah. sad stuff. Actually, this might be a little bit sad. Uh, let's talk about uh, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And the news coming out of, um, out of the um, setup of this fight. Why don't you talk to us about Bob Arum, your boy? I'm not a big Bob Aaron fan. I haven't been really for a long time. He doesn't do everything wrong, though. But he's come out now and has said that after multiple times on this show, probably a month ago, I think Eddie Hearn, who is the promoter for Matchroom Boxing and DAZN, Eddie Hearn said the deal is done. He goes, we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I'm like, okay, I believe you, Eddie. But now, Bob Aram just came out a couple days ago on ESPN Boxing and said, the fight is dead in the water. This is a massive fight that we've all been looking forward to, B-Money. Mm-hmm. And Bob Arum is claiming that it's dead in the water. But yet, I see Tyson Fury on his Instagram. He's in camp and he's training. And I know Anthony Joshua's training. So I'm like, what's really going on right now? And I, I was watching DAZONE. And if you have DAZONE, there's an app on there where they, there's a couple guys, Barack and somebody is their name, and they do a little show and they're interviewing back and forth. And they're like, you know... They're like, maybe I kind of do believe Bob Arum. Maybe Bob Arum is out of the loop because Bob Arum claims that he's reached out multiple different times and they're kind of leaving him hanging. So that's why Bob Arum's like, it's dead in the water. They're not, it's not going to happen. Even if the Saudis, because they're trying to have it in Saudi Arabia, he goes, even if the Saudis agree to it, it's going to take so much more time and effort to secure that kind of money because this is going to be like, 
we're talking about 50 to 100 million dollar type of fight because this is a massive fight so bob aram is like there's no chance it's going to happen in june or july or august like they were wanting because it would just take too much time so i believe bob aram i just think that what's happening is eddie hearn is trying to i think he's scrambling i think he's running around trying to do all these things he doesn't have something concrete to tell bob aram so bob aram's like it's dead in the water so I believe in both. I just think there's a lack of communication on a huge fight like this. A right. lot has to come together. Bob Arum claims it's not going to happen until 2022. I don't know because this is boxing and boxing is like this. You don't know until they step in the ring. I remember when I would get a big fight. When I first started, I was like, oh my God, I got a big fight. Like it's happening for sure. Blah, blah. And the older veterans in the pro boxing game go, Travis, I know you got a contract. I know it's signed. I know it's on TV and they're advertising it. They go, but that fight is not going to happen until you walk in the ring, mm-hmm. the fight night. They mm-hmm. go, because I promise you, you'll see. And I did. In my 16 years, there was a couple times where when I fought back at home, like my opponent fell out a day before the fight happened. Yeah. My opponent showed up to weigh-ins and they didn't show up to the fight. So I'll believe this fight when they first bell rings and they're starting to punch each other. It's just disappointing. Uh, and It's a big fight. And I say that in the in the full scope of the year so far, of 2021, where there were so many high hopes of big matchups. We talked about it. Maybe the first six to eight months of the year. All these guys, all these different weight classes. True. And what's the main couple of huge fights we've had so far? And it's already May, what, 3rd? Yeah. What have we had? I mean, we've had Canelo once. It wasn't a big fight, but it was Canelo. Um, yeah, but big matchups. Yeah, I mean, really. So that's my gripe here. That's my gripe when there's so many things teed up. We had Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, January 2nd. Correct. And Correct. we were like, oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome. Kicked off the year. But he it, also, since then. It is leveled out, like for sure. And then Ryan Garcia taking some time off, yep. which that's fine. Good Mental health, good for him. He's got a recent recent family, recent kid. Yep. Like, good for him taking yep. that. And everyone everyone supports that. There's yep. no one. I've never, I haven't seen it. Any fighter come out on social media or anything like calling Even him out. his opponent, who's missing Absolutely. out on a payday now, Absolutely. even came out and was like, hey, you know, mental health is number one. And I think that's cool that we're seeing that now mm-hmm. um, because it's definitely a tough time. Uh, but. As for like major blockbuster fights, we really haven't had it. However, the heavyweight division though right now is pretty hot still. We've had guys like uh, this weekend, Joseph Parker, who's a former heavyweight champion of the world from New Zealand. He fought against Derek Chisora in Mm -hmm. um, England. Split decision win. I watched the fight. It was a good fight. Um, And then uh, we also had Andy Ruiz fought Chris Ariel, who's a former world title challenger. The guy can fight dropped Ruiz in the second round like hard I watched it it wasn't a slip it was a caught him and Ruiz is tough rose to the occasion uh came back fought his butt off won a unanimous unanimous decision (laughs) and he and he he got away with it but what I want to say and that's why I bring it up is because we haven't seen any I would say blockbuster fights I think we've still seen some good fights I don't think we've seen like those blockbuster huge fights although I consider Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders a blockbuster fight. Yeah, okay. Because those guys are really good. So but- I'll give you that, but it's, it's like you said, the blockers so are the headline names, both sides, yeah. the names. That's why we, were, we had this circle. We're like, okay, Joshua Fury, mm-hmm. that's going to be it. That's going to be, if that's it's the in the summertime, whenever it is, at least it's something to look forward to. And from all indications leading up to this moment here until now was – gonna be summertime yeah probably saudi arabia or wherever if we're going to you know uae i don't know where we're going with this yeah. 
But now we're talking that it might not even be anywhere close. Yeah. Because from all indications, Eddie Hearn or whoever has been saying, we got a location, we got a date, yeah. we got all these things, yep. but we haven't seen the details. No. And Bob Aram now is coming out and saying, nah, there's nothing set. So you're right. I mean, and that, but that also shows you how the magnitude of this fight, because Anthony Joshua is arguably one of the best heavyweights in the world. Tyson Fury is arguably the Ring Magazine champion. He's arguably the best heavyweight in the world. Both of these guys mm-hmm. are. So it's a very, very special occasion when you have guys that are that good, that prominent, and and they draw massive crowds. So I can see how the fight is difficult to put together, but what I want to at least put out there to Eddie Hearn and disown them is you are turning away a lot of fans by this. If the fight happens, which I think it'll still happen if on the win, People will still watch, they sure. will, but we're frustrated right now. Yeah. And the fans are very frustrated for good reason. Yeah. I'm frustrated because we've talked about it a month ago on the show, and I was like, yes, Eddie Hearn said it's set. They're dotting the I's, crossing the T's, but everything's good. Usually when they say that, a guy like Eddie Hearn, I believe it. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Because I don't know what's going we, on. We have, so I... I'm just, I'm just, I have sour grapes weekend trap, uh, but we do have some things looking forward to, uh, to look forward to, we, and we'll talk a little bit more about Canelo. That's coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. But when you fast forward in the summer, you have Teofimo Lopez. He's fighting on Triller. Um, Seems to be a pretty heated fight too. Yeah, supposedly uh, your boy coming out of retirement to have some sort of a fighter exhibition. Oh, guy, uh, De La Hoya. De La Hoya. No, his is not going to be an exhibition. No, his is a real fight. He's literally coming out, and he's maybe, talking about a real fight. Maybe his fight in the summertime is going to be with sobriety. I mean, is I there such an opponent that he's never been able to master? God, it sucks because a guy. It's true. He's been going through substance abuse problems his whole career. Yeah, openly, yeah. he has. There's no secret. We all have anymore. our str- we all have our struggles, and uh, unfortunately, he is he's a he's a celebrity figure, so we have the right to comment on it and somewhat mock it. But it's it's just in bad taste. The last, I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that trailer pay per view was was a mess. It was a wreck. He didn't help it, and if anything, made it more of a joke than anything. He, he was did. a joke. He did. He was the butt of jokes. He's supposed to be in training. So that's what we have to look forward to. We have we have that guy Dale, July third, Dale yeah. Moya, and then uh, we have Logan Paul in June, and we then, also have. Tiafomo though, in Tiafomo. June. so that's the, that's, that's, that's the legit that's one. That's a real one. Oh, but also, oh well, also uh, we'll give this to you. This is how the Mayweather Logan Paul might sell a little bit. There's a guy that's fighting on that. I believe Jared Hurd, which is a former world champ, former world middleweight, light middleweight world champion, legit guy, very legit, is supposed to be fighting on that card as well. I don't think they've named his opponent yet, but they might draw in some fans based on that. Whoever Jared Hurd fights. That's how they might get me, at least. And so there's not going to be any uh, slap fights or anything like that? I can't promise that, but it's going to be on Showtime, which is a legit pay-per-view network. So I don't think we're going to see the craziness we saw with Triller. To to all of our gripes about that, it's still that Triller one was still a top 10 grossing boxing pay-per-view of all time, which is disgusting to me. Allegedly, I'm hearing now that they're saying 1.5 million or something, but I'm also hearing other people saying, like, credible people are like, I don't believe it. So I'm like... Where are these numbers? Okay, so here. Where are these numbers? Can we all just claim that here, we made this much money here's and my, not really back here's it up? Here's my take, though, on credible people. I just feel like over time they start to lose their credibility, and the reason why I'm saying that 
is I'm going to bring it back to me. Okay. I'm going to bring it back to what, it to money. what hits my heart and what hit my heart a few days ago during the NFL draft. And that's when uh, reports came out from ESPN's insider, Adam Schefter, only a couple hours before the ESPN NFL draft came out with a report. Good timing. Yeah, good timing. A report that Aaron Rodgers is upset with management and wants out. Okay, so that's uh, that's like his whole career. I mean, that's I'm a, I've been a Green Bay Packer fan and Aaron Rodgers fan. That's always been the case. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, but then, then as the day progressed and the and the weekend progressed, the story continued to grow. Keep in mind, so far, and no his heart grew by two sizes. No one's heard from Aaron Rodgers the whole time because he's too busy doing Jeopardy. But now he wants to be traded to a, three teams. Only one of three teams. What are the three teams? Denver, which I could see that. I heard that one. The 49ers, his childhood team. I could see that too, but any any bum with a pen could write that story. And then, which didn't make sense, the Las Vegas Raiders? Okay, so that's... Vegas has got a lot of power and a lot of money. What does he need? True. He's about to get married to some uh, B-rated actress. Where'd that come from, too? Because Danica, where are you at? He used to date a race car driver. Like, used to? Like, less than a year yeah. ago. Yeah, so, so all that stuff, we haven't heard from him directly, which he never will because that's his M.O. He loves this. He loves, he the, loves, he loves the chatter. He though. loves it. Now, I guarantee there's stuff going on with him and management. He's not happy. For sure. And it's going to be about a couple of things. But to force his way out, I don't know about that. I could be completely wrong. Maybe I am. And uh, But I know his contract... They ain't trading them. They're no, not. No. It was. It, there's no incentive to Nobody's trade him. Nobody's going to pick that up anyway, too. Well, you know what? Those teams yeah, would. You're actually, you're not Those wrong, teams actually. would. He's still- I hate to say this, but I'm going to say this. I could use him for a year in Dallas. I wouldn't turn him away. He's a good quarterback. Do I like him? No. I don't so like him. As, I think he's just a, he's So arrogant. as the story has grown now, the, the conversation is because in September of last year, they cut, uh, which I liked him too, Jake Kumaro was like our wide receiver five or six, and they cut him. And he supposedly he's upset about that, and that's why he wants out. Really? Really? I know it's, it's a combination of things. I mean, they've done things, and they should have treated him better other than just pay. But they've cut, like, Jordy Nelson, instead of restructuring his deal, they cut him. That was several it, years ago. I find it highly unlikely that they didn't talk with Aaron a little bit when they cut the, that fifth-string guy. I don't I find know. find it highly unlikely. Here's the thing. So we don't, He's the quarterback. So we That's don't the one know, guy you would know. We don't know, but all of these insiders yeah, with yeah. ESPN Everywhere. and Yahoo Sports Everywhere. and all this stuff, whatever. You know what? Here's here's an e- I'm an insider with Wayne A. with Travis Hartman Sports. So technically, we can weigh in. Uh, Aaron Rodgers... Uh, is, is upset. He's upset with okay. uh, the Packers. Okay, what else? And and it's uh, yet to be decided what's happening. That's all you got. Give me something sexy. Give me something sexy. Oh, okay. Um, he's going add to add a little loop to. He's going to bit. retire and he's joining the Brooklyn Nets NBA team as they march towards a, a, a title run. I support that. You heard it here third. Because I'm, sure, I'm sure other people have had that. You were in the first. So so let's 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 bring that, let's we'll bring that all back. Okay. I don't understand the insiders, and I don't understand the insiders saying, well, maybe the numbers weren't as good as they were, because is it just more of they don't want to give that pay-per-view any sort of credibility, or is it truth? We don't know, and and the thing is, we could talk about that all day long. We'll never know, and that's what makes sports shows and podcasts so great, is that we can talk about topics, 
and you actually never know the real answer, well, but you I, give your opinion. I think there is. So the old school pay-per-view, which used to be like HBO, Showtime is the pay-per-view that's going to happen for Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather. I do think there was a way that they legally had to release the official numbers. Sure. But now since this Triller is an app... It's hard to do the buy. So right. I think maybe they're just going to play that card. And There's no say, Nielsen rating. Yeah, so who knows the truth? I don't know. But at the end of the day, I bet a lot of people tuned in because I tuned in. We bought it. I did we too. bought it separately. We I didn't did even too. buy it so together. So we counted as two. Two. So um, who knows? Fun fact, during the thing, because it was so awful. Yes. I hate seeing we're even still talking about it almost a month later. During the thing, on the app on my TV, you had a way, a way to rate yeah. What you were watching. And I tried to give it the lowest rating possible. Yeah. And when I did, it said, gave me an error message. Mm. Of course. Isn't of that funny how that works? Of course it did. Isn't that funny? It's big tech. funny how big that works. Tech. All right. So uh, we're talking. Let's let's go back to the heavyweight conversation just for a there moment. There we go. Uh, I like it. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, on again, off again. Who knows? We're just kind of screwed as fans. Let's talk about that Ruiz fight. Um, impressed or no? No. I wasn't. And I wasn't. It was not. It wasn't that I was like I wasn't let down, but I was expecting a little more out of Ruiz because it looks like he's taking it more serious. He started training with Canelo's trainer now, Eddie Reynoso. Yep. Lost Reynoso. a lot of weight. Lost a lot of weight. Looked really good, but he's been out of the ring for a little bit, so I think a little ring rust came in. Yep. But also, Chris Ariola, like the guy can fight, man. He can fight. Yeah, <laughs> but he can fight, and he came. <laughs> prepared as well <laughs> chris ariola how many times do you think he's probably heard that story that's why he became a boxer yeah and he's a, he's he's pretty good actually yeah, yeah but so he lost a decision it was a wide decision i think the fight was probably closer to what the judge's scorecard said it mm. but the reason that fight matters too is because ruiz his only losses are to um joseph parker who we just talked about just fought in England against Derek Chisora. And then his other loss was to Anthony Joshua, who we've been talking about. But he also beat Anthony Joshua, mm. upset him, like one of the massive mm -hmm, upsets. Mm -hmm. Like probably, I'm not going to say probably, but close to the magnitude of when Mike Tyson got upset by Buster Douglas. So it was close. I'm not saying it's on that level because that would say that Joshua's on. But from a Tyson surprise level, standpoint, yes, no one was expecting that. At all. When it you saw those two. Physiques enter the ring. Not that it's about that only. It's not because Joshua can fight. But it's but also yeah. that Anthony Joshua is just bigger, taller, seemingly faster, but maybe not because because Ruiz six, is pretty two, fast. Six, yeah, or he his is. size is very fast. I mean, if you look at Andy Ruiz, you would not think he's a good boxer, but he he defies most odds. I would not teach my fighters to look like him. I would not teach my fighters most stuff, but. What you can't teach is his talent and his skill. The guy's got massive skill. Yeah. How tall is he? He does. doesn't seem very tall. No, he's very... I think he's barely six foot. Yeah. Like, if maybe that, not even six foot. I think he's under the, six foot. With the shoes on. Yeah. Um, so, that fight matters, though, in the heavyweight division because, like I said, he actually does have a lot of pool because he's a top five heavyweight, I think, in the three of the four major sanctioning bodies. Uh, top five in the world. Yeah. So, I think that the relevancy of this fight would be massive and the implications would be as if Ruiz fought Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Talking about uh, bringing someone back from uh, to relevancy. Yeah. I think that would help both it of would. them tremendously because yeah. Deontay Wilder is busy. You know, he's hitting mitts in some guy's living room or I, th I think that was the last video I saw. I don't know what he's doing, dude. I've seen him working out at a Planet Fitness or something like that. 
The guy needs to come back. He needs to be in the ring. I don't care who it's against. He needs, yeah. he needs to assert his dominance again. If if his first fight back is against Ruiz, he loses. Yeah. So they need to choose wisely. And I'm only saying that not because I think Ruiz is that much better than him. Is because his mental state for Deontay Wilder is not good. If you've been paying close attention to him post um, Tyson Fury after the second fight, yeah. he's not good. He's been pretty quiet not for well. many months. He's been pretty quiet. After having huge blow-ups, I think yeah. somebody probably reined him in and said, hey, shut up. Yeah, took his phone away. Um, Please. Now, let's do a little pushback here. Uh, and I don't know whoever was watching, if they watched the Ruiz fight. But it was the second round, correct, where he got knocked down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know the shot was a little it was earish area. Yeah, yeah. But it was coming down. It was down. a legal shot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it looked legal. But it, the shot was coming down. Yep. Deontay Wilder swings that. What do you think happens yep. there? So, yes. if Deont- But here's the deal with Deontay Wilder, though, too. If Deontay Wilder lands clean on anybody. Yeah. Night-night. He does. Look, Keep he did it to tight. Fury. <laughs> night night keeper but hold tight that's actually kind of funny yeah, yeah. but no yes so however though i think that chris Ariola, Ariola doesn't hit like ty doesn't hit like deontay wilder yeah so with that being there i think ruez is going to go into that deontay wilder fight knowing that i can't get caught with that punch no no he, he kind of relaxed a little bit because it was Ariola. he was trying to get some rounds in and but wilder's not gonna be a smooth in there he's no. not gonna have a, the the typical boxing finesse he's gonna wail away yeah. and maybe he catches him maybe he doesn't but the thing about ruiz is like i said he's very skilled he's a very skilled fighter he's got he's got good defense he's got good boxing iq he knows what he's doing and He's got Canelo's camp behind him. Hey, and well, that camp is obviously doing well because you have Canelo. Well, we'll see. I mean, listen, we might see that fight before Joshua Fury. Uh, you never know. Uh, but at, especially if he's coming out of Canelo's camp and at the rate and the pace of these fights coming out of that camp, let's talk about the one coming up this weekend for a moment. Weekend Trav's going to do his prediction video uh, separate from this, so we're not giving any predictions. Do I, not. And I think I have a shocker. Do not give any prediction in the it's podcast. A uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that, which we did last week. So if you if you want some more details there, check out episode 43 out on YouTube, out on Spotify, all those good things. Uh, so let's talk. Let's uh, round out the boxing conversation, heading into the big fight, and actually, finally, a big fight. Two names that, that at least boxing fans know pretty well. Uh, Canelo, obviously, and then Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, this is going to be a tough test very, for very, Canelo Alvarez. Very. Some people don't think... Some people think he's immune to a strong test at this point in his career. That's, I don't think so. I think that's usually a recipe for disaster. Correct, correct. And, and no one's saying that he's um, not taking this seriously, because I think he's taking it seriously. 100%, yes. However... This is going to be a tough matchup. Last week we talked about how this was uh, basically the um, blueprint for some of the toughest matchups he's had uh, in his career. And Billy Joe Saunders kind of fits that bill as well. It does. So we head into Saturday. What's, uh, what is currently going on in Billy Joe Saunders' camp? What are they talking about now? Well, Billy Joe is, Billy Joe is in the camp. Or not he's in the camp, but he's actually very close with Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. So Billy Joe's been having a lot of fun, and I've seen a couple of his uh, videos where he, he's enjoying life a little bit. He's dancing a little bit. Tyson's out there too, yeah. 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 And this is what I want to say is I think Billy Joe has a lot. Billy Joel. Billy Joe has a lot to prove. Who didn't start? Okay. 
Okay. What do you guys got for Kendall BJ? Man, that's a great one. Also, Taylor Ramirez. We're going to be talking month. about that towards the end. Oh, that's right. That is coming up as yeah. well. Both stars. Josh Taylor Ramirez. Yeah. So, Canelo, the Canelo Billy Joe Saunders fight is very interesting, guys. Billy Joe is 30 and 0. He's 5 foot 11. Canelo's 51 or 50 something in, in one with two draws. He's 5 8. Billy Joe is also a lefty. Classic boxer high iq in the ring all of that he's fighting free right now if you look at billy joe this guy is enjoying life mm-hmm. and i don't think he's it's because he's underestimating things i think it's because he has zero pressure it's nothing to prove so yeah. yes and that's where i don't think people realize is that the first battle in boxing is is to get over those mental battles and the pressure because guys a hundred percent i openly have said that Canelo has the resume and probably should be the pound for pound best on my list. He's not yet, but after this fight, he might be. But the guy is a cash cow for boxing. He is the biggest name in boxing, Canelo Alvarez. So with that on your shoulders, think about it. You're going into this fight, and you made a you made a comment about people. This is a huge fight. Everybody knows these guys. Not a lot of people do know Billy Joe. The bo- boxing the boxing community, one hundred percent. But the average community is looking at this. They're like, ah, oh, Canelo's fighting yeah. another guy, Billy Joe Saunders, oh, whatever. Yeah, the average guy going yeah. to Hooters to watch this exactly. fight is just going to see Canelo. And what they're not realizing is that oh my gosh, Billy Joe can fight. So or Wing House or Twin Peaks, whatever restaurant you uh, prefer to watch your fights at. Did you say restaurant? Yeah, that's what those are. <laughs> That's actually that really term? funny. No, yeah, that's a real term. Yeah, <laughs> I th- you said restaurant. I was like, did yeah, you mean yeah. to say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Restaurant. That's actually really funny right. because it is. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I've only been to Twin Peaks one time, but um, it's good. Uh, I don't remember, but um, it's a good fight still. Canelo versus Billy Joe is a good fight. I highly recommend. And here's the deal: it's not pay per view, folks. You're not gonna have to pay sixty, ninety, a hundred dollars for it. You pay ten to twelve, thirteen dollars a month, and you get DAZN. And I highly recommend getting it mm-hmm. because Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury is on that. There, there's a bunch of big names that yep. fight on DAZN solely, only on DAZN. So get it. You won't, you won't be mad. And other but, sports as well. So it's not. Just oh yeah, boxing. they have they have soccer, soccer. like everything. Cri- I mean, all all the big sports, especially in Europe. Did you say cricket. I did, but I said cricket. in Europe though. You got cricket. Cricket is huge in Europe. Football. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. uh, and and I think the, they show baseball and, and the even. pugilists, the Queensberry rules. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's? I'll going- give that prediction later. Yes, we'll give the prediction. Uh, so Canelo's camp. What what is as we head into fight week? This is fight week. It's Monday today. Fights on Saturday. Canelo's camp right now. What are they doing At, from the boxers' perspective? From you, you have been there before. Monday leading into Saturday. What are both camps actually doing? What yeah. are they doing now? Nothing that they're going to do today until Saturday is going to change the outcome of the fight. So what they're doing now, they're just they're leading into the fight with some really good workouts, get a really good sweats up, things like that. They're just trying to maintain what they've already built. Yep. So they're make sure, not going to make sure weights on track. That's it. Yeah. They're literally they're maintaining their weight right now, which should be pretty easy for both guys because both guys used to fight at middleweight and I think this is super middleweight. So. I think they're just cleaning things up. They're going to shake out. They're going to do some good mitt work. They're going to do some cardio, things like that. Uh, nothing nothing really strenuous. No, no sparring for sure, um, but nothing strenuous. They're just, they've already put all the work in. Uh-huh. Now it's fight week. It's They're going to cruise control, essentially, right into the fight. So 
Honestly, fight week's the best because you do pull everything back because you don't want to make your guys sore. You don't want to make, you don't want any crazy stuff where they can get hurt. So mostly everything is just kind of even keel level stuff, but you're still doing, it's Monday, so you still got to keep the intensity up, but it's not like grueling. You know what I mean? It's not like hardcore stuff. Yeah. So it's a little good sweat, good rhythm, get in a rhythm, um, mitt work, pads, things like that. But but it's not mainly that, mental, man. I was going to say that's now. This is the week now yep. where the mind starts yep. to take over. Yep. You're not doing as much physical things, so you have time now to sit back and your mind starts to wander. And go to the is, what ifs. And this is what can separate Canelo from a Billy Joe is because Canelo's been there. Yeah. For a long time now, actually, yeah. he's been in big fights. He's been in a, his biggest fight. He was twenty three or twenty four years old, and he fought Mayweather. And okay, he, and he he's handled been that there. very well. Very well. So that's the one thing that he can take into this fight, knowing that mentally this is not going to affect him. And I'm not saying it's going to affect Billy Joe either, because so far it's looking like Billy Joe has been very, very loose, very, very happy to be where he's at. Mm-hmm. So I think he's in a good place too. But also. You can't really tell what's going on the inside of anybody because I can tell you I faked it really well a lot because that stuff, the stress is a lot. Like in a box and <laughs> leading up to the press and to the media. Like I remember many times I'm just like, oh my God, I'm scared shitless right now. I'm on HBO pay-per-view. Oscar De Hoy is literally sitting right in front of me announcing all of these fighters, announcing me, announcing who I'm fighting. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Like literally what the hell is yeah. going on? Like Bernard Hopkins, Hall of Famers are sitting right in front of me. And I'm just like, mm. and I'm like, I'm here. I'm like, what the heck? Little little me is here. So it is very tough. But I faked it pretty good. Like I, I didn't show my weaknesses at all. Doesn't mean that I didn't have them. So that's what I'm saying about Billy Joe is this guy's probably got them. I mean, it's impossible not to have them. But so far, he's, he's shown that he's holding up pretty good. But we'll see. Once that bell rings... Once you step in between those ropes, man, that's that's a different story. You can be as confident as you want, but when you step between those ropes, whew, look out. Yeah, that's the real deal. That fight Saturday on the so zone yep. at Dallas, Texas, at Dallas Stadium. Look out. So uh, let's talk. One of our viewers asked us this question on one of our videos, and so we're going to give props out. AJ Stokes, thank you very much for uh, being an avid listener and watcher of our content. We appreciate the support. So he wanted to uh, get our take on Taylor Ramirez. It's a great take because, and the only reason that I'm going to even, my opinion on this is going to be based on what um, the McGuigans told me. Mm -hmm. And they were very impressed with uh, Josh Taylor. That's who he's fighting. Josh mm-hmm, Taylor's mm-hmm. fighting Jose Ramirez. I haven't been impressed with Jose Ramirez. Tough, hard-nosed, doesn't quit, very confident guy, undefeated, world champion. Um, this is by far, I think, his toughest fight. I don't... I think if Josh Taylor is who the McGuigans think he is, um, then that fight's in a couple weeks, three weeks. Um. I believe they said they think he beats Jose Ramirez. They were very, very quick to like dismiss Jose Ramirez. Like, no, he beats him, Travis. Trust me. So I believe those guys. I mean, those guys are... Taylor Ramirez. Yeah, Taylor Ramirez. Those guys are Hall of Famers. So Josh Taylor and um, Ramirez. We talked about this because the McGuigans used to train Josh Taylor. I mean, Jose... Um- Jose Ramirez, yeah. It's Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez. Okay. So the McGuigans used to train That's Josh I mean. Taylor. Sorry, I've been drinking. The McGuigans used to train Josh Taylor. And then he left and went to... Um, uh, I forget the 
it's the MTK Global, which is who Tyson Fury's with. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but so moving that's on, where he's moving at. on. Moving yeah. on. Yes. MTK Global, you're awesome. We love we lo- you. We love you. We love you guys. We love, we love you. you. We Josh love you. Taylor, we no, love you. Nothing. Nothing so, negative. Nothing negative at all. Ever. So we. Th- I. But my, um, my kids love you. <laughs> my whole family. Yeah. My mom. My dad. My uncles. My aunts. Well, maybe not my uncle. That, no, one. that no, one uncle. That one. Ah, yeah. that one uncle. Uh, yeah. Go get him. <laughs> Is that why we don't follow him back? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, what I'm like, we're we know a little inside stuff here, guys. But <laughs> so back to uh, Josh Taylor and Jose. Ramirez. I think Josh Taylor. I'll give a, a prediction. I'm gonna go give a prediction now for sure, but I'll do a okay. prediction video too. But I do think he beats Jose Ramirez. I do. I think it's a great fight. I think it's a close fight, but I think he edges him out. And wide open now that division looks awesome i think they're in the light welterweight division which is the 140 pounders but he might even move to 47 where the real money's at too so i think it's a good fight junior it's welterweight. may yeah it's like it's, so it's 140 it's light welterweight or junior, junior. welterweight yep. well there's two names for it it depends on what organization you're talking about but it's yeah it's 140 then but uh well it's gonna be it's may 22nd unification, so they both hold uh, about yeah two different on so it's on, good yeah. so that's a really it's gonna be it's a unification fight so that's a good fight because whoever those. wins that 47 is hot because 47 is where you got terence crawford as well now it's where you got errol spence i could see all of those guys fighting any of those guys the, any josh taylor or jose ramirez so it's a pretty hot division right now well, no he, uh, crawford moved up to 147 so this is this is underneath that no yeah i know that's why i said they can move up and fight the 47s because that's yeah. a hot division because both of these guys jose ramirez and josh taylor have been at 140 for a while so I know that their next step is going to be 47 because that's what usually happens. Crawford was as low as like 35 at one time, and he moved up to junior welterweight at 140, and then he eventually moved up. To, Crawford just moved up to welterweight. Yeah, well, like he was a, the last one. Two years ago, he year was the last one to unify the division. Yeah. So, so that fight, th- so this Josh Taylor versus Jose Ramirez fight could be interesting because I do I can see those guys trying to challenge an Errol Spence well, I mean, or a Crawford so, so at let's 47. Do this. So this is producer thinking on the fly. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do our homework. Let's dig into that fight closer to May 22nd. That's when they're fighting. So uh, we got some time. So next week, uh, next episode, episode 45 will be next week. We'll probably we'll break down the Canelo fight, see what happens. We might be looking at the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world or... We might be looking at upset. Yeah, because if you or listen, we if could you, be looking at it. Well, God knows what. If you've been listening to me, I have made my after the Canelo fight. I will update my pound for pound rankings. Yes, depending on we how are that fight all goes. on pins and needles for that. So uh, we'll we'll start talking about that next week, and then we'll start leading into this matchup here, uh, this uh, unification on uh, the junior welterweight division. Um, weekend, Trav. We're episode forty four. Our media partners, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, IF Enterprises, thank you. Um, anything else? Final thoughts? Now, so even though we've said there hasn't been some blockbuster fights, every fight we just named are great fights. Very, yeah, very so true. Once it's again, still it's sour there. grapes, sour grapes. No, and it's fair. And I think the average fan would feel the same way because we did have a blockbuster lineup for the first six months of boxing mm-hmm. and we had some fights that kind of stole the show we didn't realize it'd be good fights and it'd be in pretty decent fights so i think that boxing is still growing and i think the, the the fan base is still growing and i think the ratings are still going up so we're in a good place still mm-hmm. but we have the fans here on pins and needles let's keep them there let's deliver so josh taylor jose ramirez will deliver canelo um this weekend it will deliver too regardless who yeah. wins 
it's an interesting fight. And that's what makes fights big is that the buildup to the fight and the, the anticipation. And the anticipation, from especially for me, is that uh, Billy Joe has an equal shot at winning. That's so the anticipation should be there. That's what's going to make it, the fact that it's not only the buildup, but also the product. Yeah. The product is solid. Canelo like, hasn't been in a fight like this if you for walk, a bit. If you walk out of that fight. It's Triple G. If you, can, if you can walk out of any of these fights, and, and even if you had a horse in the race, but you walk out of that and say, dang, that was a good fight, mm-hmm. irregardless of who won. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm a Canelo guy, and I'm like, wow, even if he lost, that was awesome. Yeah. That's what we want. That's yep. what we want from all these things. There's yep. some fights we're not going to get that from, uh, but I think what's what's setting up for us this weekend, and then also with Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez, May 22nd, that could be the case too. We'll talk about that when we get closer that to May 22nd. Been flying under the radar, so I'm glad really AJ Stokes brought that up. But because you know, that's actually a big fight. But you know, they have it's a big shadow this weekend, yeah. uh, and unfortunately for for any boxing uh, event this weekend. It's going to be overshadowed by what's going on at AT and T Stadium in yep. Dallas, Texas, otherwise known as Cowboy Stadium, otherwise known no, as where we won our last Super Bowl and probably our last Super Bowl for God knows how many years. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, actually here too. Because <laughs> you know what, my my guy might be a uh, quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders before I know it. I don't know. Or he might be retired Jeopardy host. So retired, he has to sit out a year, and then he'll go sign with some other super team, and you know we'll be in the. Ashes and shambles for God knows how long. But welcome to Cowboys fandom. I love my team, so I'm going to support my team. Okay, question before we end. Okay. If Rodgers leaves, you still a Green Bay fan? Yeah. No, that doesn't change. I'm a team guy. I, I will. I will support his success, though I know full well, and I've never. I've never mixed. Uh. Uh. You know anything that we talk about? He's a. He's a prick. Yeah, 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 I mean he is. Yeah, he is. He is. And but, he, but I like I like, the, like I like position. the edginess. I like him being a prick. Yeah. Until he's on another team, then it's going to really bother me. Just like when Brett Favre, when he was wanting to retire for like sixteen years, <laughs> and then when he eventually and then played sixteen more, and then we eventually just said, you know what, we're done. And then he went and played for the Jets. Then the Vikings, our actual rival, that pissed me off. Yeah. Okay. But then, you know what, they lost to the Saints, and the Saints marched to the Super Bowl win that they had many years ago. You know, now that you say that, mm-hmm. maybe it is your organization. Because oh, yeah, think about trust it. me. It's, it's Favre left and became a little bitter. You don't play on your rival's team. That's just like you know better. Like That's well, the one thing you well, don't Well, so here's do. the problem we can, Trav, is that, yes, I think the organization is run a little bit backwoods, but at the same time, I think we've all, we also lift these guys up to such pinnacles, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. are our savior for so many years, and then when we're like, Ooh, we need to transition on. You put the P on the pedestal. We, that's what we did with them. Yep. Um, so we made it basically seem like you guys are everything to us. We can't do anything without you, but then at a certain point, you have to do it without them. Yeah. And yep. there's no good breakup. There's, it's, it's a messy breakup. Yeah. Uh, we have. You can't make it about one player. No, and like done that. Like here's what here's what gets me, and, and I know we're going on tangent here. That's what we do. Like Drew Brees, awesome. Has all the stats. Was um, you know he's with the Chargers for a while. Then the Saints. That's where he made his name. Was with the Saints. Yeah. He retires. He only won one Super Bowl. He has all the stats, but it's because his attitude was was positive. Yeah, it was. He was a different. Yeah, he was a different player. That he doesn't get the same crap that the Packers organization and Aaron Rodgers get because Aaron Rodgers' attitude is bad. 
It is. It is. But Drew Brees, Hall of Fame quarterback, soon to be, won Super Bowl. But yet, when they talk about Aaron Rodgers, it's like the Packers wasted him. They wasted him. He should have more than one. Well, you know what? Drew Brees should have more than one. No? How about Russell Wilson in Seattle? He should probably have another one by now, shouldn't he? There's only so many Super Bowls, guys. Well, I think people judge it based on, like, I think for sure, of all those guys you named, the better quarterback sure. is Aaron Rodgers. Skill set, yeah. Yes. Team leader, though? No. And no. that's and I think that's that, the But problem. that's what's holding him back. And that's, that's the what problem. is. I, I told you the story. I think I've said on the air, too. I had a friend who, mm-hmm. favorite player was, he's a quarterback. Favorite mm-hmm. player was Tom Brady. He actually tried out for and was a backup guy for the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. and got to play on the practice field with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And he said, Travis, without a single doubt in my mind, I'll tell you this, and I hate the guy. The most talented guy I've ever sure. seen, and he's a quarterback on the field. He goes, this guy, he doesn't even he doesn't even have to study film. He's like, the guy come, walks on. The guy could – Aaron Rodgers never did this, but I'm just giving an example. And he's like, the guy could walk on the field – after drinking all night on a bender and walk out there and be great. Yeah. That's how talented the guy was. He goes, Tom Brady studies film like six, eight hours yeah. a day, and that's why he's good. He but, goes, Aaron Rodgers is good because so, this guy's talented. So there's, there's the part that's missing, I think, is the humility. The humility. Now, the only time really – There's two times that Aaron Rodgers has been humbled in his life, in my opinion. It's when, number one, no college team wanted him. And he had to go to community college first and then eventually to Cal. Second, the draft. He was supposed to go number one, supposedly, by all the insiders and all the experts. So he had a little chip on his shoulder. But instead, he didn't go number one to the 49ers. Alex Smith did, who had just retired. He dropped all the way down, and the Packers decided, hey, he's here. We're going to take him. Now, let's reverse history a bit. Packers fans and everybody was like, what the heck are they doing? They got Brett Favre. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to, that's, so Brett Favre was pissed when that happened. And then, that's the toughest letting go of a great. Here's where we, because it always happens. Eventually you do. You have to let go. Are we spoiled with, with Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Yes. But we know. You guys are. But, but it's not like we don't know as Packers fans. We know that. We know that. And our our next guy is probably going to be, you don't know how to handle it, though. You don't know how to handle it. We'll find out. Well, I think it's already clear that there's been a rocky road for it's been a rocky so. road for a I bit. Think, I think he has one year. I think he'll probably suit up here with the Packers for the, this last year, you think and so? then they'll part ways. Yeah, I don't think he will. Or he's going to sit out the whole year. I think he's going to ride off into the sunset. I think if they make him, he will. Hear, I'll give you this prediction. Yeah, I think if they try to hardball him and make him play and not trade him, I think he says I'm retiring. Yeah. So then he'll sit out another year. Yeah, and then I don't and think he'll play. Be. Then I won't think. Then I think he'll be like, "Screw you guys." And he'll cool. be like my my Sh- Shalane Shalane Woodley is that her name? I couldn't tell you. She was in um I don't, I don't some movie. I only know Danica. Sometime. I only know Danica. I know Danica. Come on, Danica. come on, Aaron. <laughs> Listen, this is a guy that hasn't talked to his family in like a decade. I mean, he's a bitter dude. There's something there. There's something there. There's something there for Someone sure. Someone needs to pick that guy. But there's apart. also the common denominator with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Is that they don't know how to part ways with Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Yeah, but clearly. But granted, we've only had like three of them, so it's kind of tough. I mean, still, that's 
three is more than I know. Most I know. Most We're, organizations I'm, have one. I'm setting us maybe. up. Maybe I'm setting us up for about twenty years of mediocrity. So great. I can't wait. Um, I like how this became a Packers podcast. I, we could do that. You're, you're welcome. Episode forty five. We could do that if you want. I don't. I don't want to do that. Okay. Packers. I don't, I don't want your life. Oh. I would love it. If my team was actually good enough that we're having this conversation, they'll get there at some point. Yeah, because you know what? Yeah, we're we're gonna buy our way there at some point. Listen, and we've been there for twenty five years, and there's gonna be a blockbuster the event. Hell are you doing, Jerry? There's gonna be a blockbuster event in your all stadium this weekend. Anyways, so weekend trav. Let's go ahead and tie this thing up because no one wants to hear me go on and on about the Packers and Rodgers and blah blah blah. On it. I mentioned media partners. Thank you to our friends at Celsius. Appreciate it. Um, it's very good. They're taking market share away from all the different energy drinks. Are they? Yeah, they are. Well, I'm not a big energy drink guy, so... It's very good. You can take a look at that. So anyways, uh, thank you very much. Weekend Trav, I already gave you final thoughts. So it's on you. So it's on me. Bring it home, producer. <sighs> Bring it home, big daddy. Bring it home! <laughs> That's pressure. That's pressure. <laughs> that there is Weekend Trav. That there is B Money, aka producer. Thank you very much. Go ahead and subscribe to our content below, and God bless. God bless America. And everywhere else.